Today I will be reading from the HCSB, the Holman Christian Standard Bible. I'm going to read John chapter 12, verses 1 through 6. Let's pray and get into the Word. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your Holy Word. Change us with your Word, because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your Word, because we desperately need to hear your voice and reveal yourself to us from your Word, because we desperately need to know you. Amen. Six days before the Passover... Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was, the one Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha was serving them, and Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of fragrant oil, pure and expensive nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped his feet with her hair. So the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was about to betray him, said, Why wasn't this fragrant oil sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He didn't say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He was in charge of the money bag and would steal part of what was put into it. The word of the Lord. Amen. When the Passover was near and the people were looking for Jesus in the temple, wondering if he would be bold enough to show up, when the Pharisees had, in effect, issued a warrant for his arrest. Jesus returns to Bethany, and the dinner is given in his honor. Matthew has this dinner taking place in the house of Simon the leper. John does not say anything more than the name of the village. The way I see it, Simon the leper was most probably a former leper who was healed by Jesus, but the name stuck, since it makes no sense at all for people to spend time in the house of a leper. Simon decides to throw a party in Jesus' honor. Simon invites Lazarus, who was recently resurrected, and his sisters. In chapter 10 of his gospel, Luke tells us of a time when Jesus was in the home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, and Martha is busy serving, and Mary is sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to him teach. Martha thinks Mary should be helping and tells Jesus. Jesus tells Martha that Mary is doing the right thing. I don't see this as a rebuke of Martha. Martha has a servant's heart. That is her personality. Mary is a listener, a learner, and she is fascinated by Jesus' words. Remember, please, no man ever spoke like this man. Jesus is simply telling Martha that she should stick to what she does and allow Mary to stick to what she does. We all have different traits. We are attracted to different things. I believe Martha has the gift of hospitality, and so Jesus is telling her to exercise her gift and allow Mary to learn. Why do I bring this up? Because in today's reading, we see Martha once again serving. It isn't even her house, but she is serving because that is what she does. Serving the Lord is Martha's act of worship. She's such a servant that she's not even in her own home, and she's serving. My own wife, when we visit someone, ends up helping out in the kitchen and serving. She can't sit still. That's her makeup. Martha has learned to allow her sister to be different. John does not mention here that Martha wants Mary to help in the kitchen. She is just doing what she does. Martha is at peace. She may be just as busy as she was in Luke 10, but she has learned to embrace her gift and has become proficient at it. We all need to find out what our gifts are and refine them so we can serve the kingdom. 
This world would be a much better place if we would all learn to allow others to be who they are in Christ. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 12, 29, Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Those questions are rhetorical. They don't need answers, but I will answer them. The answer is no. We are all different. We are one body with many members, and it is up to us with help from pastors, elders, and mentors to find our place in the body and exercise the gifts we have been given. In today's reading, not only is Martha serving with her complaint, but Mary is once again at the teacher's feet. Mary is a worshiper. She too has a servant's heart, and this day she will serve Jesus by anointing him with a pound of pure nard, a very expensive aromatic oil. This is a pure act of worship. She is worshiping as John told the woman at the well, as John records Jesus telling the woman at the well, in spirit and in truth. When we worship something or someone, we show the worth of the object or person being worshipped. This act of worship didn't only bless Jesus, it blessed everyone in the house. This act of worship filled the house with a beautiful scent, a scent that would linger for a long time. This was a solemn moment so close to Jesus' death. Simon would have been reminded of that night every time he took a breath in his home. Everyone who visited his home would have enjoyed the aroma and probably would have asked about it. I can just see Simon's eyes glazing over as he told the story of that wonderful night. Mary showed Jesus just how valuable he was to her. Now John tells us this jar of oil could have been sold for 300 denarii. A denarius was a day's pay for the average worker, so this was worth close to a year's pay. This would represent Mary's life savings. Women didn't work outside the home. It may have been an inheritance. It may have been intended for her dowry. This was worth so much more to Mary than money. For her, this was invaluable. John tells us the monetary value to show us where Judah's heart was. Jesus didn't value Jesus beyond what he could get out of his relationship and his position as holder of the money bag. To Judas, Jesus was nothing more than a meal ticket. We are all worshipers. We all worship something or someone. The question is, who or what do you worship? Do you worship material things? Money, cars, homes, boats? Or do you worship the money that allows you to have those things like Judas did? Do you worship sex or drugs or alcohol? All these things easily become idols. An idol is anything that comes between you and God. What is coming between you and God? Where do you dedicate most of your time? Where does your money go? What is your treasure? Is Jesus your treasure? Your great treasure? Your greatest treasure? Or is there something else holding you back from worshiping the only one whose worth makes him worthy of your worship. Thank you for listening to Jesus and Coffee. Amen. And may God richly bless you.